episode of the bear feed whoa what the hell was that that was a crazy sound <sighs> i gotta sneeze <sighs> wow i felt incredible man i love the feeling of sneezing it, it's one of those uh just one of those pleasures in life hi everybody good morning nathan squirrely Tritch, jack polar salad photo bear trent tammy joe tuesday skittles Swayza, Pilot, Chris. Oh, Chris, I stopped listening to your song. Really sorry. Hey, Bob. Um, all right, so today's going to be a great day. I finished the uh, the Rainbow, um, the It's Time Rainbow video. I'm going to play that, and we'll talk about it. And if you sent me a video and I didn't use it, it's all. it's not because it wasn't hilarious or awesome. There was most videos I couldn't fit in. I... Uh, they're funny as hell too. I'll show. You, I'll even just show you one. This is uh. Yeah, watch this, dude. I almost needed subtitles because he's so. Uh, I'm guessing Scottish. Yeah, listen. It's time to get the rainbow back because you can either have all of the colors or all of the letters in the alphabet. You can't have both. <laughs> I mean, that's really funny, but I don't know if. Could you understand what he was saying? I almost had to subtitle it. It's, uh, it's, uh, you can have all the colors in the rainbow or all the letters in the alphabet. You can't have both. But he sounded so like an oasis. He was like, if you have all the colors in the rainbow, who's your booby? Uh, hey, Patrick. Hey, Caden. Thanks for the super chats. I understood it very well. Oh, that's cool. Maybe I'm just an idiot. Oh, Yorkshire. Yorkshire sounds about right. Northern England. I love that dude though. He was uh he did another one. There's so many funny ones like that that I, I couldn't use. Let's see, uh I wanted to show you. Oh, this dude's was hilarious too. I mean this this dude got the acting award. Watch this acting. To get the rainbow back from the gaze. I'm really tired of not being able to eat lucky charms without thinking of fucking another man in the ass. <laughs> I mean, that was like, that was legitimately good acting. It's like he, he couldn't, he couldn't take it anymore. So, uh, yeah, what else do I want to show you guys? Well, there's been a lot of good art coming out. So the, our, our Dutchman in Japan made this beauty. Live by the soy, die by the soy. He makes such good stuff. 
I, I get so much art that like I don't even remember who does it half the time because I'm like in this weird trance state, like writing or editing or tweeting nonsense. And I just uh, I end up with all these like images that people send me and I always forget where they come from. I look at this one. That's awesome. I did, somebody just drew that. Bears. Oh, at 11, because I asked him late last night and he was uh, he was like, yeah, I usually wake up at 11 if that's cool. So Michael Malice, who wrote this book, Dear Reader, he's been to North Korea and he's a great uh, buddy of mine, a great guy. So I was going to interview him at 11 to talk about Lester, Lester Holt, that dumb bastard. I thought that'd be really interesting. But I, I'm definitely going to play you guys the uh, the uh, the rainbow. The it's time to take the rainbow back. I want I want to tell you guys a great quote I heard by um, Oppenheimer, the uh, inventor of the the atomic bomb. He said, "It is perfectly obvious that the whole world is going to hell. The only possible chance that it might not is that we do not attempt to to pre we do not attempt to prevent it from doing so." Oppenheimer. I think that sometimes people's paranoia of what could happen makes it so that thing happens. And I see it all the time. I saw, I called um, um, Bernie Sanders a crusty old Jew last night on Twitter. And, and I saw like some, some people like made it seem like I was attacking Jews. When in fact, I was just saying that he is in fact a crusty old Jew. That's not attacking Jews. That's insane. I think people... Um, project like paranoia i think uh because this is the thing if you're gonna be successful like you're jews are a successful group of people in general not all i know some like i, I have a jewish friend the adirondacks who has a uh he's a good guy but you know he's not doing great <laughs> and uh and uh you can't be a protected class and be in power it just isn't it doesn't roll that way and you have to understand that the the villagers you know, the common folk, we like to make fun of each other. It's kind of how we get along. It's how we get through the cold winters and the, and the, um, and the shitty jobs is we just make fun of each other. And if, and if you're not allowed to make fun of somebody, it makes people very uneasy. And I think that uh, most, of, most of the world's problems, I think, a lot of times just come from the projection of your own fears, you know? I sometimes have to keep that in check with uh, my obsession with pedophiles on the internet because I, I've developed this unbelievable fear that someone will hurt my kid. And uh, I, I'm trying not to just see it everywhere. But uh, unfortunately, there really is a rise of that. So I, I don't, I've like really analyzed that a lot. Like how much of this is my projection, how much is actually culture is accepting of some really nasty stuff. Uh, But I think sometimes people, anti-Semitism in general, it's, a, it's such an overused word. It's been, it's been used in so many situations that aren't anti-Semitism that I don't really enjoy the word. But actual hatred of like Jews, I think is so lame because it's, um, it's usually a projection of your own insecurities. Because there's a lot of successful Jews and that the, the privilege that Jews have is that they have a low divorce rate and they're all literate. And um, that's it. That, that's, the, that's, the, that's the conspiracy, guys. It's that simple. And I think that uh, black people sometimes will do that with white people. And you see that all the time. Like, you know how annoying that is when people are like, 
oh, it must be nice to be white. That's how it is for Jews. It's just one step more privileged because white people in America sometimes have a lower divorce rate and uh, are more literate. And uh, that's it. That's the privilege. Because you can't say that that they have uh, that they are a privileged group. The Jews they they were almost wiped off the the face of the earth in the 20th century, and a lot of them came to America with a freaking backpack and a and a and a dream. And within a generation, they own all the uh, delis. So it's not it's not accurate. And so, um, but my advice to Jews though is is don't be don't be like too freaked out if someone makes fun of you because that. The, the culture of mocking is how you know someone's on your side. And uh, yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that. Oh, and the whole, uh, you know how like there's, it, people act like there's this big conspiracy that like Jews um, have all this in-group preference that they like hook each other up. They do, by the way, but it's because of thousands of years of trial and error and they kind of just figured shit out. That's one reason why I like the unbearables. Is because I want in-group preference. I want to see a bear and know that they have my back. It's great. It's a huge advantage. And the reason Jews have it is because they put that... There's a Jewish commandment that you shouldn't attack other Jews. Why? Because that's what made them like destroy their own temple. And when you've been a people for thousands of years, you learn a lot of shit along the way. And you, and you start being like... Hey, why don't we not destroy ourselves? Because we have so much. It's so hard just being alive. The last thing we want to do is is hurt ourselves. And a lot of um, a lot of Jews take that very seriously. And that's a very, very, very beneficial uh, trait. Uh, Doctor Peterson talks about that in his uh, biblical lectures about how many times the Jews were almost destroyed in um, in the ancient world. You know, if you read the Old Testament, it's constant that God will wipe out a, a village or a city or, or some shit. And the reason that the Jews survived is they never blamed God. They never blamed cisgender whites. They blamed themselves and they rebuilt. And, and they figured out what to not do again that would make that happen. You know, and, um, and that's where like kosher comes from and all these, these, these things that don't really make a lot of sense in the modern world. It's like if, if you eat uh, pork that wasn't refrigerated or something and everyone dies, you think, well, next time we're not eating pork, huh? Write that down. And hating a group of people for making the right decisions is, is pretty much what the social justice warriors do and why typically myself and a lot of people that are hanging out don't like them. So... There's this bizarre, I, I've lived most of my life without seeing much hatred of Jews. I, I, I almost thought it was made up by Jews, <laughs> but it's not. I've heard, I've seen people online recently say some pretty weird shit about that. And I just wanted to uh, to just say my piece about that because all we have is, is our word. All we have is um, what we believe, what we believe to be true and just speak it and that's it and then move on. Um, I talked to Crowder yesterday. He's doing good. He just needed a breather. He, uh, he works so hard, like his stress level is so high that he literally needed a breather. And I'm, I'm proud of him for taking the breather, but, um, we're, we're back in business in February, which is awesome. And, uh, it, it was cool to see him, to see him need me again. He was like, yeah, I'm going to need you more than everybody. And I'm like, mm, I just wanted you to say that. 
Uh, so we're going to start writing some stuff and I'll do some more uh, sketches with him in March. He's a great dude. Um, I had a dream about Ben Shapiro, which is kind of weird. I had a dream. I was, uh, I was, everybody was running around in some, uh, in some big complex and everyone was talking about politics and Shapiro was like King dog. And he's like, yeah, so this is what's happening. And everyone's just like, and all I was doing was, th this is all the dream was. I just wanted to say it before I forgot. I was just sitting there eating pizza with ricotta cheese on it and holding a gun. And that's it. I had no animus towards anyone. I was just holding a gun and eating pizza while everyone whirled around me talking about uh, politics. I just thought that was really bizarre. All right. Uh, that's some other stuff I wanted to hit up. I uh, want to know something that, that I found very touching and, and lovely is I was reading through the comments on on the Jordan Peterson interview and I found it so beautiful and I'm not exaggerating like literally beautiful like I felt very honored that that the people that have seemed to like my stuff and have stuck around are such good people because a lot of them a lot of you guys said that you like seeing me so happy and that's how I know that that I've I've uh I've really stumbled on something great because I was so happy and like people were writing like I could see in your eyes that it was really a seminal moment in your life and how much respect you had for Peterson and how much um, you just loved it. And that's true. I was so happy. And the fact that you like seeing me happy is really beautiful because that's what I'm talking about. It's like if you like someone's comedy and if you hang out with someone every morning and you see them happy, you should like that. And um, that's not obvious. A lot of people don't. A lot of people, like, when they see someone happy, they feel resentment or anger. And I found that, I've always found that to be very insane. I always just use the word insane. Oh, I'm not going to be speaking. I was talking to Ruben yesterday. Because we might be doing a stand-up show together in uh, L.A. in February. And I'm like, oh, so your people reached out to me about doing that Ithaca show. And, and, and they didn't. It was just some random guy. So I'm not speaking with Ruben <laughs> That was a hilarious mix-up. Some random, a good guy. I think I've, looking back, I think we've exchanged some emails in the past, but there's so many people I can't keep anyone straight. They're like, it would be great if you could join Ruben at this college. And I was like, oh, sweet, great. I thought it was one of his people. And then the guy wrote back and was like, yeah, I, I, I probably could go. I probably would go. And I'm like, oh, are you just saying like it would theoretically be great? That's one reason why I don't really go dive into email too hard is because I get so easily tricked because I'm such an idiot. And half the time I'm just uh, like writing or editing and I'm not in the mindset to be able to handle like um, businessy shit. Like I, I literally don't know what who people are that write me. It can be anybody. Uh, what else was I going to write to you? Uh, tell you guys World War One. Oh, man, I want to get into that. I will. Um, but I first want to show the rainbow video protected classes. Yeah, I talked about that. You don't want to be in a protected class, especially if you have power. It makes people very angry. If you have power, you have to be able to be mocked. And I think uh, Trump's actually doing a good job at that. He just lets people just destroy him. He had he's. Obama put a bunch of people in a bunch of journalists in jail. Trump's put none. So that's an endearing quality that he has is when you have power, you got to let people rip, rip you apart a bit. And um, or else people d develop a real uh, sense of anger. And so, all right, I'm going to check you guys uh, check in with the chat. 
catching you while I'm at work on the night shift. Thanks again for being a mad cunt. Thank you. Still haven't jerked my gurgan over your wife. Jesus. That, well, thanks. Um, Stitching Bear. Is it okay to keep the name Stitching Bear? Of course. Uh, Field of Bears. Hey, Field of Bears is a champion. The stream won't load, so I'll give you a general reminder that socialism always ends, leads to starvation, as I said. Also, please check your mentions for a prayer request. I would like you to retweet if you would like to. Of course I will, Field of Bears. It's a no-brainer. Uh, yeah, and I believe Base Texan got suspended from Twitter for making a Jew Jewish joke. And that's the warning I'm giving Jews, is let people mock you. If not, people will start hating you, literally. Because everyone gets mocked. Uh, Google Catholics. Google Catholic jokes. Google white jokes. Polish jokes. Like, you got to let people mock you or else it's game over. The Bear Jew. Thanks for the convo last night. You can tell it. Yeah, I was just... Well, I didn't say it was... The knowledge I got, I was telling. I wasn't going to say it was from you, Bear Jew. But yes. So, some guy was like talking to the bear Jew and he's got a bear in his name and I have in-group preference. And uh, this is where I got that intel about uh, how Jews don't attack each other because they destroyed their own temple. So I start just going at the guy because that's me. I protect bears and I fucking don't like dickheads. And so this guy's like, yeah, it's easy to uh, to hate the Jews. They run the media. And I just look at that. And I'm like, all right, guy. And, uh, and then the bear Jew is like, okay. And I'm like, Bear Jew. How can you not rip on this guy? And the guy's like, I'm a Jew, I'm a Jew too. I mean, come on. Fuck the goys or something like that. And I'm like, all right, guy. The Bear Jew is not the type of guy that doesn't like goys. That those are those are not good people. Like, if you hear a Jew be like, oh, fuck the goys. Fuck that Jew. You're not allowed to just fucking hate everybody. Anyway, so I'm I'm in now. But the Bear Jew isn't isn't coming back at him. And so uh, the Bear Jew writes to me, DMs me, uh, about that, about this, the story of the temple and how his grandfather, and that's the reason why he's, he's so for the merit-based immigration and not uh, just this crazy everybody can, can come in immigration because his grandfather fleeing the Holocaust, literally, he, relatives you know, burned in uh, Auschwitz. The, the only reason he could get in America, he went in through Canada is because he could cut diamonds. And he had a skill to bring us. And because of that, they let him in. And if you just let in anybody, uh, that guy doesn't get into America. But he's also, his, uh, his mother's side, they're, they're like sixth generation Americans. And then his grandfather came here and he's very proud to be American and very um, committed to his culture. And I just love talking to him. And that's why I wanted to discuss those things I learned. That like, that's why they don't enjoy fighting with each other is because in times in the past in history when they've done that, they've literally burned down their own temples. So um, you can't hate a group of people for learning from the past. And that's for real. If you get mad at in-group preference, make your own in-group preference. That's what we are doing. The unbearables. In-group preference. I would hire an unbearable over a non-unbearable. What are people going to call me? A barrist? You know what I'm saying? What am I? What am I? A barrist? <laughs> it's like no. Find get a group, get a clan, get a tribe. Fuck yeah, get a tribe. Just um, 
You know, make it something that doesn't sound like evil, you know, and just run with it. That's what, that's what the Jews have an advantage with that. Learn from them. You know, a weak man wants to just get rid of his competition by like, like by hating them. A strong man wants to beat the competition by outthinking them or outworking them. Be strong. Don't be weak. And so if you see a group of people with in-group preference, find your own in-group preference and beat them at their own game. Don't hate them. Because when you compete, why do you think I'm so into free markets? And I'm so sick of people saying that like Jews are the reason that there's communism and all this shit. Jews have revolutionized free markets. You realize that, right? They have the whole trade game on lock. Like Jews are incredible at buy low, sell, sell high, supply and demand economics, which is what I live by. If you do that, if you uh, compete, you raise everyone. All boats, you know, a rising tide raises all boats. So if you see someone do something valuable and beneficial, learn from it and do it. And then you, you, you pull, since 1980, the, the market economy has pulled 1 billion people out of uh, poverty. Billion with a B. All right. <clears throat> Mason. Thank you, buddy. Bean had catching. Oh, shit. It's going fast. Catching you while I'm at work again on night shift. Thanks again for being a med. Oh, I read that one. Oh, thank you for not jerking your gherkin over my wife. That would that'd be an odd compliment and uh, very off-putting for me. Uh, bold like a leopard. I'm Jewish. Fuck Bernie. Yeah, fuck Bernie. He is a crusty old Jew. And if people want to read in that I'm using Jew as an insult, fuck them. That's what he is. He's a crusty old Jew. Commie. Fuck. Piece of shit. I can't stand Bernie Sanders. He's a liar. I can't stand liars. If I thought that he believed what he was saying, I wouldn't not like him. You know, I have friends that are progressive that they believe it. And if you believe it, it's a different level. I think you're wrong, but I don't hate you. Like, for me to hate someone, I have to know that they they don't believe what they're saying and they're doing it for their own benefit at the price of me and my family and my people. And to me, that's 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 pure hatred. Like, hatred. I'm not joking. Hate. I know progressives that believe it's the right move. And that to me does not uh, garner hatred. That, that garners um, annoyance, but not hate. I could be friends with someone that, that believes that that's the right move, but they have to be willing to, you know, if I sense for a second that someone's doing it for themselves, for their own nefarious reasons, you know, Big Bear goes on a bit of a rant. Joey Big Bear, do you have a fan mail address? Uh, anyway, keep it up. Yes, I have a bunch of stuff I'm going to open on a live stream when I when I get the time. Um, it, the P.O. box is in my info. Island Life. Big news coming Monday. Please check your email. I will, Island Life. Thank you, buddy. Matthew, Owen, are you hiring? I'll work for you for free. I can't really think of anything to... to have you do i mean i still have to get i still have to uh figure out what the hell delev's talking about with like all these email things i don't know what you would do i mean my boy joe is helping me put together a studio um my boy kirk is gonna shoot the special uh i don't know man just keep doing what you're doing just keep hanging out this is this is this is great jordan 
Can I claim Walden Bear? Your decision to move away from the city and live more simply is something I really admire and something I feel I need in my life. City life is slowly killing me. Yes, Walden Bear. If you ever want to visit Saranac Lake, let me know. Oki Bear. Big Bear, can you and Crowder please make a parody sketch? Sketch. I sound like one of my relatives. Uh, are you doing any more sketches? A parody skit of the Sasquatch Hunters show, but a Nazi Sasquatch and SJW Nazi Sasquatch Hunters. It's a skit I've had in my brain for a while now, and I need it. All right, let me think. Of, of Sasquatch Hunters show, but a Nazi Sasquatch. Oh, like everything he's doing is problematic. It's like, look at that problematic footprint. Oh my God. Look at him. He's such a Nazi. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll think of, I'll think it over. That's funny. I just don't know. I got, I got to figure out like what the um, what the R could be. Democracy Bear. Maybe we're going about this wrong and should take the next logical steps past pedos and normalize necrophilia. It's time to accept necros. <laughs> it's all coming, bud. And want to know who knows it? The Jews, because they have been through all this shit like a thousand times. That's why they're super paranoid sometimes. Um, Morgan Mahan. Oh, and one thing, we've all been through this shit a thousand times, but the thing that makes the Jews special is they remind each other all the time at like Seder dinner and shit. They're like, remember all the shit we've been through? Don't forget all the shit we've been through because it's going to come back. And that's an advantage. All right, Morgan, can I be Liberty Bear? I think the Bears need a song about that angry little Jew genius Ben Shapiro. Well, me and Crowder have done songs about him. I did the... You ever see this thing that me and Crowder did? Like, I, we did a whole thing about, uh, you better lose yourself. And it was all about uh, Shapiro speaking at Berkeley and how he wouldn't be stopped by Antifa. We did a whole song about it. It was really funny. Be like, you only get one shot. It's like, man, I was up all night working on that with a bunch of bears. We weren't bears yet, though. That was, that was pre-bear life. And, uh... We were, we just worked on that all night and it, it was so funny to me. And then I did the Antifa song. The little, the angry little Jew genius, Ben Shapiro. He is such a little genius though. And he's so like, like he's the dude who could be giving you a compliment and he sounds like he's mad at you. He's like, I'm just saying you're really good at your job. Birch Gold. Like he just always sounds stern. It's, 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 it's a lot of my family's like that. My mom's like that. My mom would be like, I'm like, mom, should I come home for Christmas? She's like, come home in, uh, in April. It's uh, it's cheaper. She's German. It's funny how like the Germans, uh, and the Jews had a lot more in common than anyone wants to admit. They'd been through a lot, you know, just, uh, a wary people, a people that can survive a winter. Antifa's song is badass. Thanks, Overton. Oh, and, and my house is pretty filled. It filled up immediately, obviously. Overton Windex has the list, but I think we already have like 18 people staying at the house. Coddington Barrel Stay. There's a woman with a broken back and her husband. They're going to stay. And then we have a bunch of couples that Overton all put it together. So, uh, yeah, that filled up quick. All right, Quebec Bear. This is racist. Immigration should be net positive. Of course. Immigration should be positive for, I don't know what that means. Net pod. This is racist. Immigration should be net positive. I don't know. I'm just saying if anyone who comes to America should be like someone everyone wants here. It shouldn't just be a horde of people that no one knows their name. Island Bear. Island Life equals Island Bear. Please look for my email. Uh, I will. I, I mean, you know me. 
it's 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 a it's a dice roll, but I'll I'll try. Just uh, you know, you can be a little less uh, secretive about this this good news. Uh, Fourteen eighty eight watching. Oh, that's cool. Good. Well, for me, I think it's eight hundred, but either way, it's fine. I do a lot of these. Um, all right, I'm gonna play you guys the. Uh, oh yeah, and then eleven. I think I can interview Michael Malice about uh, Lester Holt. And if, if you guys haven't looked into this news story, it's insane. Lester Holt, that that stupid, dumb motherfucker, start calling him Lester Dolt. He was in North Korea at a. He was reporting at a uh, at a uh, ski, like a ski mountain, and everyone behind him were all like wearing the same shit. They were all put there by the dictator to appear like it was like a good time. What a fucking idiot! It's like even though he was being critical in North Korea, he was literally standing in front of a backdrop made by a dictator, uh, like to try and look better. That's why I wanted to talk to Malice, is because he's like a North Korea expert. But um, man, I I just uh, the American left is so fucking annoying, man. It's like they are trying to make North Korea not look as bad, and that bothers the shit out of me, because it's like, and and NBC is a left wing propaganda machine for the expanding government, but they were tricked by an even better propaganda machine, the uh, the Kims over there in North Korea. I can't believe they fell for it. What a bunch of fucking idiots. Hi, I'm Lester Holt, and I'm standing in front of a bunch of skiers. No, those are slaves. Slaves. Those are slaves. And if you actually give a shit about slavery, there's uh, millions of North Korean slaves right now. You know, the 1860s, I don't think is uh, recent. <laughs> All right, I got to play you guys this, uh, this gay thing now real quick. All right, Steve Chen. So I asked to be verified yesterday without having a bear name uh, ready. How silly. How much deliberation and with your blessing and if no one else has taken it, can I be not gay bear? Of course you can be not gay bear. Welcome, not gay bear. Oh, Patty boy. What do you think of a parody of the Cheers song for socialism? Sometimes you want to go where all the successful get enslaved. Oh, there we go. Sometimes you want to go Where all, all the successful get enslaved And we execute all who run away You want to go where people know Freedom is, uh, freedom is slavery We, uh, you want to go with the dreams of Bernie Making your way in Venezuela today Means your mom's gonna become a whore Making your way in North Korea today You do not want to hear a knock at your door Cause you will be taken away Good, good idea, little patty boy Katrina, I homeschooled a sixth grader in pre-K, wondering if your mom would be willing to share a list of her class reading curriculum with the Bears. Thanks. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you mean? Oh, I got you. Like her children's lit stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I will. I will get that out to you. I actually already know some of them, but 
I'll, I'll ask her. That's a good idea. A lot of C.S. Lewis. Love C.S. Lewis. Love C.S. Lewis. All right, let's check out the gay thing. Here we go. Bread lines are good. That's a funny line. The North Koreans stole my bike. Ah. All right, here we go. Let's watch this shit. What do we got here? The first guy makes me laugh. Roy G. Bivens. Oh, God, this guy's funny. Watch this shit. My name is Roy G. Bivens. Whenever I tell people, they assume I'm gay. I'm also fat, hairy, and identify as a bear. That doesn't help anything. The rainbow is more than just a beautiful natural phenomenon that happens when the sun pokes through the rain. It's more than just all the colors in the light spectrum. It's been a symbol for Western culture for thousands of years. When the floods came to drown the sins of man and Noah and his ark survived, God showed the people that the waters would recede and they would never return for the world was clean. The way he showed people was the rainbow. In the 1970s, a group of gays took the rainbow flag and made it a symbol for being gay. God sent us the rainbow as a promise. He did not send it to stick your dicks in it, guys. Most activists were happy with one color. The gays took all the colors. They took the whole spectrum. Autism is a spectrum. They didn't even get a color. Fine, said the normal people. If it makes you that happy, have the rainbow. The leprechauns were uneasy. They had been tricked by the British so many times that they knew a trick when they heard it. He's always drunk, and it's very confusing. Think of the leprechauns. They had been chasing the rainbow for years, but the gays promised they just wanted equality. They just wanted to be treated like everyone else. They wouldn't make a big deal out of it. They celebrated their new symbol by taking off all their clothes and humiliating themselves in public in front of normal people. Good normal people were disgusted, but the gays looked happy, and everyone was certain they would stop acting like total psychopaths really soon. When the gays wanted to get married, normal people said, whoa, this is gonna change everything. And the gays said, we just wanna be like everyone else. I can't wear this hat without people thinking that I might be a lesbian. Here is a gay proposal at Home Depot. They really did this during normal hours of Home Depot, a place notorious for normal people doing normal things. This guy was just trying to get a new piece of wood. These people really wanted to beat the traffic to get home. The gays didn't care about anyone but themselves. Here are some gays proposing in a park. Normal people just wanted to have a normal day, but instead they had to deal with all this bullshit. Giving the gays the rainbow was a pretty horrible idea. Not being able to eat Lucky Charm without thinking of fucking another man in the ass. Even the leprechauns couldn't believe what was happening. Some leprechauns broke and started getting gay just to fit in. Kermit the Frog, who once sang about the rainbow, has long since retired that song. Everyone thought he was a frog with AIDS. Comics once joked about how gays weren't gonna bother anyone, 
They wouldn't be in your cereal bowl, said confirmed sexual predator Louis C.K. Gay people. I never understood anger towards gay people because a person being gay doesn't affect your life. You're eating your breakfast in the morning and you're about to put your spoon in the cereal bowl and two guys touch dicks right in front of you. Hey, come on! Yes, they sure as hell do. Ellen DeGeneres said that Bruce Jenner is saving lives, except for the woman he killed. Oh, and he's a woman now, and not just a woman. The best woman in the whole wide world of the whole year. First, they gentrified the neighborhoods. Then, they gentrified the entire color spectrum. God must be pretty pissed off that he promised he wouldn't flood the world again. And that promise, the rainbow is now being used to show him how filthy everyone's gotten. Gross. It's time to get the rainbow back. As long as you don't go near the kids, the normal people pleaded, it will be okay. Of course we won't go near the kids, the gays rebuttaled in their shitty gay way of talking. And of course they went right for the kids. Hey look, an eight-year-old drag queen boy. That's insane. Hey look, people putting their children on hormone blockers so they never go through puberty. And of course, a completely insane person now teaching your kids at school. Rainbows used to lead to gold, but now they just lead to cocks. The government-funded schools are now making being gay a major topic of discussion for five-year-olds. Normal people have had enough. It's time to give back the rainbow. It is time to take back the rainbow. You know, when I was a kid, it used to be that the rainbow represented God's promise to man that he would never destroy the world again in a worldwide flood. But now it just stands for the gays. Repo the rainbow to normal people again. Because you people are insane. When I first met Rainbow, we used to hang out together, we used to laugh, we used to play. But then one day, a little rainbow was kidnapped by the gay mafia. And I haven't been able to eat Skittles since. <laughs> You know what I think of Justin Trudeau and his rainbow flag? My name is Roy G. Bivens. Whenever I tell people, they assume I'm gay. I wanted to... Uh... I kind of wanted to do like a thing where it ended by saying dedicated to the loving memory of Roy G. Bivens. But I didn't know how it would, it could be funny to like how he died. I don't know how to make it that part funny, but we got some super chats. All right. Uh, thank you all for, for participating in that. It was, it was a real blast. But when I'm editing those type of things, that's when I go real dark on Twitter. <laughs> in case you guys haven't noticed that those are the situations where like on Twitter, I'm just like a psycho because I'm like, I'm combing through. I wish I could show you how many images and like videos and all the stuff that I, I was combing through to try and get a, try and get a, um, a, uh, like an arc, like a story to tell a story and with all the visuals. And I'm just looking at this stuff, getting so furious that like we let this stuff happen. That's one of the reasons why I get so like, uh, so pissed off. <laughs> and I think that's one of the downsides of being so open and honest about your life and your thoughts is when you're angry, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You can't really hide that either. 
Oh, Patty Boy. What do you think? Oh, I read that one. Uh, Discover Bear. Big supporter of Big Bear. As a full-time nomad living abroad with my wife and a 10-month-old daughter, we are immigrating to the U.S. legally. Nice. May I please be anointed as Discover Bear. I love you all. Yes. Welcome to America, Discover Bear. You sound fantastic. Uh, Day Out Moonson. Good morning. I know it may be difficult, but do you have a favorite band or top three? That is very difficult. Oh, God. Well, Beethoven, I don't know if that's a band. But uh, as far as bands go, I mean, Pink Floyd's got to be up there. Uh, I mean, I've been listening nonstop to Beach Boys and, uh, Paul and Simon and Garfunkel records because my son is obsessed with them. So right now I would probably say them just because all day, every day, it's like, don't worry, baby. Like that's his favorite song. He'll listen to it all day. And so I have to love it or else I get, you know, I have to learn to love it. So I think right now the Beach Boys are up there. Tool's up there. Yeah, my brother loves Tool. Whenever my brother plays Tool, oh, I'm going to play you guys a song that's really good. I don't care if, if they take, take down the video or demonetize it or anything. It doesn't matter anymore. You guys give me enough super chats where I literally don't care. It's kind of a live experience at this point. Uh, Water Boys. This is such a good tune. Do you, have you ever heard of the Water Boys? Listen to this tune. Yeah. I'm gonna play along to it if I can. so good
That song is so awesome. All right, so what do we got here? Uh, Shit. This is going so fast. All right, North Korea from Mark. North Korea crime solution. Chain incarceration. I like it instead of chain migration. It's funny. Terrence, can I be Undying Bear? Also, I attend Rutgers. I want to make a Red Guard parody support booth and hand out Mao's little red book. Can you help me set it up? I can give you emotional support. Uh, hang on. I, I want to make a Red Guard parody. Well, you should hand out a little red book that isn't Mao, though. It should just say buy low, sell high on every page. Brittany A., I love you and the bears. Can I be Nature Bear? Welcome, Nature Bear. I love a good Nature Bear. Grizzly, Grizzly Una. Those trans kids' parents gave me nightmares. Yeah, me too, bud. Me too. Haven, can you talk about the soldier and the oak lyrics? Let's check it out. I'm not going to be limited by copyrights anymore. Soldier and the oak. All right, so the lyrics are, This is a story that began long ago. I was a young oak tree in dark Missouri soil. And like all other saplings, I had dreams of growing strong and tall. But one day a rebel with a bullet in his chest hung his rifle on my limbs and laid to rest. And there beside me, as the blood soaked in my roots, the soldier sang a song of grace. The heavy rifle uh, bowed me over to the ground two years later this way until the rifle fell. And in this manner for a hundred years I grew all my dreams not meant to be. I think I get what's going on in this one. And then one day two men came with a cross-cut saw. They spoke of how my arch would be hold the weight, uh, weight so strong, and I feared not the blade for such a worthy cause, and so I fell. I gladly fell. Three winter's days abroad in northbound train, three more beneath the hewer's careful blade, and while he worked, he praised my rich red grain. Perhaps it was the soldier's blood that day. Now I'm the wooden arch that holds a mighty bell. Three stocks before me cracked, but I shall never fail. Up in a tall cathedral high above my dreams of long ago. And on Sunday morning, when I hear the sweet refrain, I see the soldier's face like it was yesterday, calling angels down from heaven with that hymn he softly sang of God's good grace. Wow, it's beautiful. So what I think this is about, I was a young oak tree in dark Missouri soil, and with all the others, we had dreams. Okay, so it's it's about the weight of, of the Civil War uh, bending and morphing the tree's growth. And that the, the, all right, so one day a rebel with a bullet in his chest hung his rifle on my limbs and laid to rest. And there beside me as the blood soaked to my roots, the soldiers sang a, a song of grace. Yeah, so it's like... Um, like just just normal trees, just trying to, to like grow and have normal dreams, and they have this this weight on them, um, of like uh, an unclosed part of of American history, you know. And the and the the gun is such a metaphor for that, and it, the weight of it caused it to bend, but that bend is what made it strong. It's almost like uh, the southern version of the Giving Tree in a way, where it's like th this tree was 
was glad to be used as something as a worthy cause and and uh is used to hang a bell that rings and on sunday mornings when i hear that sweet refrain i see the soldier's face like the, the very bend that was caused by the weight of the un um on the, the lack of closure from the civil war that just uh because the soldier died with grace that's a very uh important part of the of the lyrics the soldier didn't die with hate in his heart the soldier died with grace and that moment that that's that story of that soldier that isn't told bent the the very tree that was trying to grow straight bent it but the bend itself made the tree valuable it's almost like the the little piece of sand that enters the oyster that becomes the pearl that the agitation that the resistance is what makes you special and then from that bend, the bell can be hung that can ring the story. Very cool. All right. Um, could be wrong, but that's what I think, Haven. All right. Slasher, Roy G. Bivens, beaten to death in a straight hate crime, 2018 RIP. Hilarious, man. That's, uh, that's really funny. Can I beat Texas Bearded Bear officially? Yes. Welcome, Texas Bearded Bear. I miss my Lucky Charms. We all do. Now when you eat Lucky Charms, you feel like you just got AIDS. Can you play Beer for My Horses by Willie and Toby? Yeah, I don't know Beer for My Horses, but Amber, you know I'm down. Beer from Vince Vaughn used to always say, uh, uh, fresh horses for my men. When we'd ever be, uh, whenever we'd be uh, at a bar, he'd always go, barkeep, fresh horses for my men. I always thought it was so cool. I always felt so special. That was one of Has the Midtown River claimed a fifth victim? The body of another female prostitute was found this morning around five. Oh, is this a song? It's me. Am I going to do it? Oh, it's like a long thing. Billy man, come on. Six o'clock news. Is somebody been shot? Oh, dude, this will definitely get us shut down. There's, there's 17 million views on it. They're like, this algorithm will be hit hard. I will learn this for you, Amber, I promise. It just might not be today, because I have to go to Burlington to do shows for my people. All right, I'm caught up on uh, Amber. I will play you something that I know, though, because uh, I love your support and your, and your kind, beautiful face. So how about uh, Mama Said? Mama, no, that's not it. That's, that's, that's LL Cool J. <laughs> was it Mama? Shit. It's by Wim. Mama tried. I got you, Amber. First thing, first thing I remember, no, uh, I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a young gun's dream of growing up to ride. This isn't the one I learned, I knew before though, is it? On a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound, and no one could change, change my mind, but Mama tried. Turn 21 in prison, doing life without parole. 
I'm fucking this up. And I turned 21 in prison, life without parole. No one could steer me right, but mama tried, mama tried, mama tried to raise me better. But her pleading I denied, and that leaves only me to blame. But mama tried, I'm fucking it up, sorry. Uh, that's, I fucked that one up pretty bad. Uh, what do you guys want to hear? I'm done with super chats. Talk to me, people. I'll do seven more minutes and then I'll come back with um, play Skinner. Well, I'll play uh, Simple Man. Simple Man is one of my favorite songs. Well, I turned 21 in prison doing life without parole. Uh, what do you think? I got a, a question for you guys. What do you think is the best prison song? I think Cocaine by Johnny Cash. And Cocaine Blues. A lot of people don't know this one. This is a this is a good uh, this is a good anti-drug song. There's so many words, but I, I think I can do it. <clears throat> I've never played it before though. Early one morning while making the rounds, I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down. I went right home and I went to bed. I stuck that loving 44 beneath my head. Bum, 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 boom. Got up the next morning, I grabbed my gun. I took a shot of cocaine and away I run. Made a good run that I run too slow. They overtook me down in Juarez, Mexico. I laid in my hot joint, taking the pill. In walked the sheriff from Jericho Hill. He said, Willie Lee, your name is not Jack Brown. You're the dirty hack, they shot your woman down. Oh yes, oh yes, my name is Willie Lee. If you got a warrant, just to read it to me. Shot her down, cause she made me sore. I thought I was her daddy, but she had five more. When I was arrested, I was dressed in black. They put me on a train and they took me back. Had no friends for to go my bell. They slapped my dried up carcass in the county jail. Early next morning, about half past nine, I spied the sheriff coming down the line. Upton he coughed as he flared his nose. He said, well, come on down here. Fuck it. You get the idea. It's, it's basically about don't do coke is the main message. Do not do cocaine. Uh, can I be guitar bear? bear? Absolutely. Folsom Prison Blues by Cash. Yeah, let me play that one. Uh, Folsom Prison Blues. By the Cash Man. I love the Cash Man. Dude, the Cash. Dude, you gotta love the Cash. Folsom Prison Blues. Folsom. Well, I got to do a different take on it, though. Because without a guitar, it doesn't really sound as good. Well, I hear the, I hear the train a-coming. It's rolling out the bend. Well, I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. Because I'm stuck in Folsom Prison.
just a baby. My mama told me, son, always be a good boy and don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Well, I hear that whistle blowing. I hang my head and cry. Help me, I've torn apart my insides. Help me, I've got no soul to sell. you like an animal I want to feel you from the inside I want to fuck you like an animal My whole existence is flawed I bet there's rich folks eating in a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee And smoking big cigars Well I know I had it coming I know I can't be free <clears throat> But those people keep moving And that's what tortures me meets Folsom Prison. All right, how about, uh, are you a Johnny Cash fan? I feel like you changed the lyrics to some of his iconic songs. Keep fighting. Owen, can't wait to see you in Chicago. I love, I love Cash. Yeah, I'm a huge Cash fan. Uh, ben Hat, apologies for the comment about spanking to your wife. Attempted callback to a donation I made last week. Silly of me to think you'd remember. Dude, obviously I'm not offended. I thought it was funny. I, I assume that you're doing it in, in jest. Uh, of course, buddy. Don't ever apologize for that. It's literally, a, it's a joke. I thought it was really funny. Um, Cherry D. Bunny Bear. The White Buffalo Ballad of Dead Man is Barry. I'll check that out. What time is it? Oh, it's 10. Fuck. Dave, I live in White Bear Lake. Can I be White Bear officially? Yes, absolutely. It would be super funny if you were black named White Bear. And you're like, why are you White Bear? I live in White Bear Lake, bro. What's up, bro? 
Uh, I'm thinking about being Crazy Diamond Bear. That cool with you, Owen? Yes, welcome, Crazy Diamond Bear. What about shine on you, Crazy Diamond Bear? Hang on. Shine on you, Crazy Diamond. I'm really feeling music today. I'm having a musical bear day. So, uh... Remember, remember, remember when you were young You shone like the sun Shine on you crazy diamond bear Now there's a look in your eyes Like black holes in the sky Best prison song is Mercy Seat by Nick Cave. I love Nick Cave. Oh, well, I'm going to play you my favorite Nick Cave song. Just because I know it, I think. Nick Cave songs. What the hell's the name of it? Is he the one that sings, Please give me a second grace? Oh, come on, Nick Cave. Please give me a second grace. Hmm. I don't know if I got the right guy. Oh, Fly. Here's a great song by Nick Cave. The hell? Why does it keep saying to be by your side? That's not the fucking song. Nick Cave, Fly. I'll find it. What the hell was that from? Nick Cave. Please give me a second grace. I finally found. Yeah, this is it. I'll just have to do it by ear. Cause it's, cause it's so not like known. Please play me 
such a beautiful song i can't like the melody just kills me such a pretty song nick nick uh nick cave uh sleepwalking by modest mouse it's beautiful let's listen to it sleepwalking i like modest mouse oh this isn't by modest mouse that's by Richie Valens. You don't remember this by Richie Valens? That's so sick. I'm digging it so far. I'm digging it so far. figure it out.
songs that put me in a trance I think that's why I think that's why I'm obsessed with this but sleepwalk the
Sleepwalking. You should do a spoof of Crowder's. Uh, you should do a spook of spook. You should do a spoof of Crowder's Mug Club with your beer steins. Noisier with Ben Stein's Club. That's funny. Oh, I love that you're already not gay bear. I love it. Country bear. Merrill Haggard. Sing me back home. Uh, I'd have to learn that for you. But let me. Yeah, that'll take me. I don't know that song offhand, but I've kind of been just like fucking around. I might just I might just stay online and keep just streaming and then just call Malice during the stream. I I got nowhere to be, guys. Me and uh like right now, Amy and Walter, my my great flip phone. Amy and Walter are at uh are at this like big play date thing where everybody's monkeying around and having fun and so they're good. And then uh yeah, let's have a marathon. I'm having a blast, guys. I love this shit. I could do it all day long. I used to play piano at bars. I do this all night. I loved it. Uh, Buffalo Bear. When bears rhetorically agree with each other, do they say, does Owen shit indoors? That's funny. <laughs> Buffalo Bear. I love Buffalo Bear. Semper Fi Bear. As long as you're on a guitar kick, can you do some Glenn Campbell or Johnny Horton? Did you see Alice Cooper's reflection on Campbell? No, let's look up Glenn Campbell. Ah, uh, uh, Glenn Campbell. Uh, let's see. What what do we got here? Rhinestone Cowboy Suite. Uh let's listen to Rhinestone Cowboy. <laughs> Rhinestone Cowboy. It's such a funny title. <laughs> Remember in Boogie Nights, he's like, man, yeah, buddy. Yes, it is, bud. This is great. This is when men were men. Stone Cowboy. Riding on a horse in a star spangled road. 
feel like uh, Liberace ruined rhinestones for normal people. I love that song though. Raven Sneer, Simpsons theme into Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. You give me the Simpsons theme. I don't know. That's that's a stretch. You got to let me do the mashup. Max up, uh, mashup. So got to be organic. All right, more do. Hey, Owen, can I be more do bear? Yes. Brandon King, John Mayer, I will be found. Ooh, let me check out John Mayer. John Mayer, I will be found. Fuck, fuck. I don't know, man. John Mayer, I will be found. Let's take a look at this. The dude's got to settle down and get a family. I, I like John Mayer as a person. I've hung out with him. I think he's a cool dude. But come on, man. It does. I feel like at this point, everybody, like, it's almost like John Mayer's got to be pushing 40. No, no interest in family. What, does he not have enough money? Come on. Settle down, buddy. It's just, I, I start, like, in the, like if, when John Mayer was in his 20s, like, Body is a Wonderland, you know, I'm like, great song. That guy's really doing it up. At this point, I'm like, what, are you still trying to fuck me, John Mayer? Come on. Get a family. Sing about rhyme, rhyme, rhinestone cowboys. Uh, Amber, I want to do piano flute duet with you one day. I'm in. I love flutes. Uh, could you play Reeling in the Years by Stealing Steely Dan? I don't know that song. I've tried it, and it doesn't really sound very good on the piano, but thanks for the super chat. Jay Gaff. Oh, Bear, what's your favorite scale and key to play in that musically moves your bare heart? Oh, that's easy. It's, uh, I love A minor to E major because it's in so many good songs. Like... Okay, so that's A minor to E major. I love going around to A minor because D, like D minor is cool, but so th like think about all the songs are that. And also. That's my favorite. This to this is great. Like when I'm doing these It's Time videos, they usually go like, they go like, uh, uh, it's like, it's like, it's time to give the ball to Britney. And then I'll go to G to not, to, to give it nice resolution. Like if I'm gonna do, Man, I'm, I'm getting a camera, by the way. That's what Joe's hooking me up with. I'm going to do two cameras so that half the screen can be my hands and I'm trying to show you guys how to play songs on the piano. Anyway, it's going to go... Like when I do like... Here at Google, we believe men and women are exactly the same. But no, it's... Here at Google, we believe men and women are exactly the same, but different. Women have to be coddled like little babies. But they're the same as men, and we want more of them. Even if they're not Asian and male, those are the best. You know, like... But if you want to add some spice to it, a little like uh, another emotion, so that's A minor, F major, C, G, that's a lot of songs. But if you go A minor to F major, and then to C, 
and then to E major. It almost adds like a mystery to it. It's time to take the rainbow back from the gaze. It almost adds some weird like sophistication to it. That when it's just like it's time to give the ball to Britney, I would go, it's time. Give the ball to Brittany. Because it's just supposed to elevate. Like, it's just elevation. The G major is elevation, but this, that's almost like, it, it adds a different, you, you can just, I can't explain it in, in words. It just adds a different depth. I literally can't explain it. I'm going to ask, uh, 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 Malice, what is uh, this guy's name is? I'm just gonna run right through this thing. How, how funny is that? How funny is it? Right, I'm gonna send it to him right now. Yo, what's your Skype name? Yeah, dude, I love these. Cause I like listening to Stern sometimes. He just does four hours. And that's one thing that made me want to start like just actually playing songs. I love that Stern can just play songs. And just, uh, that's it. It's so like, I get so, uh, I love that he'll just start playing a song and talking about the song. And I'm always so like, cause now like I don't get any ad revenue from anything I play. I, I do a video and then a song is played. It just wipes all that. And also sometimes they take down the videos and, um, but I don't care with the super chats. I literally, it's, I don't need their money anymore. So it's a better experience for you guys, I think. And if I just kind of talk over it a little, it won't just shut it off. I don't care if they give me ad revenue. It's like with your super chats, I can just say, I don't care at all. I'm like that with, uh, ads. Like I've been approached to do ads and I would theoretically do ads if I like knew who they were like products that I use a lot or something, but I don't need it. I'm like, I don't need a lot of money and I'm doing fucking good right now. It's weird. It's a very weird position to just be able to do and say anything you want that you, and like I have a conscience, which is good. So I try to do good shit, but it's, it's so fucking freeing. It's really bizarre where I don't have to appeal to anyone. It's so weird. All right, old bear. Oh, I read AR-15 bear, I love that, buddy. I was thinking about a skit about comparing the new LGBT community with the emperor of Rome who waged war on the ocean. Same logic, thousands of years apart from each other. Yeah, I did a tweet about that probably three years ago. Uh, Uberfax, I used to troll Uberfax all the time. Uberfax said, uh, was trying to make it seem like how stupid people were back in the day when they were uh, throwing spears at the ocean to try and kill Poseidon. And I'm like, yeah, we do that. It's called the war on drugs. <laughs> it's like, you can't, you can't kill reality. Like, that's why, like, it's been a long process for me to get to where I am when it comes to like how I view the world. It's like, that's why I know morality and, and, like social shit has to be legislated from the person and from the family. Cause if, if you do it with the government, it, it, it truly doesn't really work well. And I'm not saying I don't believe in government and laws and stuff like that. I do, but it's like, it can really backfire when you're just throwing spears into water, 
That's literally the equivalent of throwing spears into the concept that people want to take drugs to make them feel differently. And, and alcohol is a drug. This is a drug. It's coffee. It's a drug. This is literally a drug. So I agree with you too on this LGBT thing. You're throwing spears into something that, that's liquid. All right, Brian O. I decided to see the new pup next month. I've got a Pyrenees lab mix and he's great. Also, can I be Foster Bear? Absolutely, welcome Foster Bear. I'm excited to see the pup too. I, I kind of want to name him Jordy after Jordan Peterson out of respect. But we're, we're, my wife likes Paul, which I also like. Just naming a dog Paul is hilarious. Um, Calvin says, you have to have some basic laws. Everything else is just violence. Yeah, I believe in basic laws. I'm not an anarchist. I believe in, in law. I think that I, I, I just, I believe in law. I do. I just think that we really have to think about what laws we allow the government to, to dictate, you know, murder, rape, pedophilia, um, theft, like large theft, but anything, uh, social, they, they always fuck it up. They do it every time. They always fuck it up. They, they never, they never do a good job with it. All right, Katrina, Reliant K Deathbed. I don't know what that is, but I appreciate the super chat. Michael will say, please, please, please take on me by AHA. Well, there was three pleases there. So, I mean, am I going to turn down a three please? Take on me by AHA. Out of respect to malice, I think I'll take a break and then start one up again at 11. Because I, I don't want people to have to go two hours into a video to see him. So I'll do that. So I'll just do this and then we'll we'll take a breather. So it's uh taking away. I don't know what I'm soy to sing that song properly thank you cliff joel s uh thank you for what you do i love the music lessons with your political insights brother oh wait till you wait till i get the camera on the hands it's gonna blow your mind play this song deathbed by reliant i don't know that i've never even heard of reliant these are things i have to learn ahead of time deathbed by reliant all right let's give fuck no but then it's not fair to all the other guys Reliant K. Oh, it's another thing. I'll look it up. It's a good song. Jazz Hands Gershwin. Bohemian. All right, let's take a quick look here. Deathbed by Reliant K. Let's take a look. It's 10 minutes long. Is it a 10 minute song? 
Who the hell do they think they are? Obviously. How uh, we gonna draw our painter saying Christ welcomes us all. So let me listen to the beginning one more time. Figure this out. So it's
intense song, but I love it. Thanks for introing me to that. Um, rainbow coverage. That's funny. Rainbow colored sheets is funny. All right, I'm going to take a breather and come back at 11. Uh, can you play Spiral Architect by Black Sabbath? No, buddy. I, I, I might be able to when I'm back with uh, Malice at 11. But um, thank you, Michael O'Shea. The tip. Oh, is it because I finished Take On Me? Did that sound anything like the Reliant K song? I don't even know. Let me read some of you guys' chats up here. Uh, did you get your piano tune, man? Well, maybe you should be a little more fucking thankful and grateful. Fuck, fuck you. How's that sound? Too much soy in modern music. Uh, that's a good and hilarious question. I call dibs on metal. Uh, what do you guys know? I got to make a damn bear name. Thanks, Owen. Yeah, make a bear name. It's time to step up. Be a man. Time to step up. Wow, morbid. How did we get here? Well, someone requested it. Super chats. I try to I try to honor them. I can imagine the Discord getting in voice chat and just doing karaoke along with Owen. Yeah, apparently you guys are doing like uh, your own podcast and stuff, which is awesome. Big, I love when uh, you tell people to fuck off. <laughs> I, uh, constructive criticism, fuck you, guy. Yeah, but I, it's funny, guys. It's funny. It's, not, it's all good. If, if he has an issue with that, it, it doesn't matter to me at all. Because it's funny. What I just said was funny. And it's time to just understand what funny is. Fuck you, man. How about you be grateful? That's funny. That should make you laugh. If you don't laugh, you are what's called a cunt. Uh... Space Oddity is a great song. Past the tissues. We all got issues. Yeah, of course I want to tune my piano. I live in an area that goes from negative 40 to actual 40 week by week. So, like, the winners are not going to be the best for uh, piano tuning. You know what I'm saying, guy? Uh, all right. I'll see you guys in a bit. I'm coming back at 11 with Michael Malice. But I uh, really enjoy you guys. And uh, I'm wicked shadow banned on Twitter, by the way. Want well, to know what's so funny? Is uh, I get, now I get my tweets seen more in Owen Benjamin than Owen Benjamin. And Owen Benjamin has 105,000 followers and Owen Benjamin has 3,000 followers. Man, Twitter is up to some shit. But that's why I just tweet even more. Fuck it. I literally think it's funny. Because like, this is a blast. We have morning streams every day and you can't stop. You can't stop uh, consistency and being on time. Yeah, negative 40 where Fahrenheit meets Celsius. It is. That's a good point, man. A lot of people don't know that. Negative 40 is the same. It's not exactly negative 40. I think it's, it's like negative 41 or something. Hang on. What temperature is Celsius the same as Fahrenheit? Negative 40. Good, you were right. My bad. My bad, you were right. Negative 40 it is. See? That, that, that's what you do when you find out you're wrong, guys. You go, whoa, good, good on you. I'm glad I learned. You don't go, well, it's because I'm left-handed that you get to say those things. Power, power, power. <laughs> I like when I learn things I don't know. It, it actually gives me a shot of uh, dopamine. Why well, you got to be all negative? Uh, what's cooler than being cool? Ice cold, baby. Ice cold. All right, I'll see you guys in a bit. I'll be back with Michael Malice. If for some reason he's, uh, the, the, the little Soviet is still sleeping, I will, uh, I'll just see you guys tomorrow because I got to drive to Burlington with my fam. But I love you guys. I love the bears. 
I love the bears with their soft bellies and their vicious bites. <sighs> oh, and um, the Owen Benjamin Quips guys, can you clip some stuff out of the Peterson interview? Because um, there's some, some quality stuff in there, and I know that Peterson Quips always do well on YouTube. So if you guys want to clip that up, I can too, but I think the Owen Benjamin Quips site is, uh, is better for that stuff. All right.